Hey guys, welcome to today's episode. First things first, um, I wanted to give a quick intro. I tried to do an intro with this episode, um, but by the title, you probably already know that this is just when I answering questions while um, pretty heavily tipsy, especially me. <laughs> It's so fun. We loved it. I absolutely wanted to do it again. But um, my goodness, it's hard to stay on track when you are um, drinking. So um, there's that out of the way. I hope this just gives you a good laugh. Um, and we were very open and honest. Um, so I really enjoyed it. But then also, second thing on the agenda, do me a quick favor and leave me a review on the Apple Podcast. I know I have it in the intro, but it does make a huge difference in how many people listen to the podcast. And I know that all the people who listen are great supporters and I love you all. And the way that you can show your love back best is by leaving me a review and referring me to others. Share it wherever you can. Send the episodes and text messages if you really like them. Say, you know, you can have a good laugh. Here's here's this podcast that you might like, and I would love to welcome more people into our community. So with all that said, I really hope you enjoy today's episode. How how tipsy are you? Out of like a scale of one to ten? Yeah. Like a three? Dang it. I'm a solid six. And I've had like two more drinks than you. I know. <laughs> Hi, welcome to the Sarah Bloss podcast. That's not what my podcast is called. Shit. <laughs> Hi guys, and welcome to the What Else Podcast. My name is Sarah, and by listening to this podcast, we have now become best friends. And as best friends do, here we talk about life, ask interesting questions, and open up the floor to learn what else is out there. Before we get started, be a pal and subscribe to the podcast and give it a five-star rating, because that is what friends do, and by doing so, you give someone else a better chance of finding it. All right, friend, let's get into the episode. Hi, welcome to the What Else Podcast with Sarah Boss and Joseph Ass. <laughs> Joseph Bass! What are you saying? Here, we're going to answer some goddamn questions <laughs> that we got from Instagram. And uh, Sarah's drunk and I'm getting there. <laughs> I'm not drunk, I'm tipsy. I feel like that should be your intro. That should be my intro? I'm not sure. Okay, I'm going to record another one because I'm not sure. Goddamn Stop, Okay. Hi guys, and welcome to the What Else Podcast. Um, today, I have a very, we have a little bit of a different episode. I'm doing something very fun. I am with my boyfriend, Joseph Bass. Would you like to say hello? Hi. We're uh, trying to get drunk and answer podcast questions together. Yeah. On Instagram. Yeah, so I'm considerably more tipsy than him. Um, even though he's had more alcohol than me. This is a common occurrence of our relationship. It is. I definitely, I, I think, I hold tequila really well. Debatable. Okay. <laughs> I think I do. I think I hold other things not so well. Prosecco particularly. Yeah. Prosecco I really do. And that's what we're having now. So, well, we started with margarita wine, which sounds disgusting. It is kind of. I don't think it's disgusting. It's like, it's like a four out of ten. Oh, I'd give it a solid six. Hmm. Uh, anyway, uh, it's it's from Gloria. I'm sure there's another thing, but it just says Gloria really big on the bottle. You can get it from Publix or Total Wine. Total, Total Wine is much cheaper for any alcohol. Total Wine sponsor. Anyway, um, not a sponsor. 
I wish, though. How cool would that be? That would be great. That would be awesome. I would be an alcoholic. <laughs> oh, my God. Which would be unfortunate. It would. But... It's not something to joke about. That's my, not, it's very serious. My bar would be well-stocked. It would. Well, Joseph is quite the... Um, he's not an alcoholic. He's quite the drinker. <laughs> he's not quite the drinker, no. But you are, I would say, like a like a uh, alcohol connoisseur. You have very interesting... Alcohols. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that I'm a connoisseur. I just like to collect bottles. And you by do. collect bottles, I mean, I don't really care what the liquor is and what quality. But the bottle. If the bottle is it's cool, cool, yeah, it's probably going to mm-hmm. get bought. Well, I just swallowed an ice cube. Holy crap. What, um, what are we drinking? Because you made it. Because uh, we switched from margarita so, wine. Yeah, so I'm used to Chambord, which is a raspberry liqueur from France. It's like a baseball-esque. Uh, glass. Yeah. We got recommended a cheaper version of raspberry liqueur, which I would I would recommend. Thank Actually, you for called, the man at Total Wine. It's uh, out there on the counter. I think it's Baron um, something with a C. Um, oh, let me grab it. It's right next to it's right next to Chambord. Uh, very good. It's ten dollars cheaper than Chambord was at our local Total Wine. Yeah, it's uh, I can't say that word. It's in French. Baron de Castellac. C-A-S-T-E-R-A-C. Anyway, it is very good, and it is cheaper, and do you see a, do you feel, um, see a difference? My goodness, taste a difference? No, I mean, like, if you were taking it straight, um, you could probably taste oh, it a yeah, little bit. Oh, yeah, for sure. But, but you, and you, mixed in? Yeah. Not really. And Another the, great drink, if you're looking for a good raspberry liqueur drink, is uh, Dr. Pepper with one and one half shots of raspberry liqueur. It's called Dr. Raspberry. Simplest you do. Drink. You used to drink that a lot. Yeah. yeah. Simplest drink you can make, and it's yeah. delicious. Well, that's not. We're not only having raspberry liqueur. We did mix it I with said something. Prosecco. Did you? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, we mixed the the Baron with prosecco. Yeah. Which prosecco is a staple of our drinking. It is. It is. We have a our signature is called a Hugo. Yeah. From and if you have been to Germany or we had it in Italy as well. Yeah, Italy and Greece. Yeah. Um. It is Prosecco, Elderflower Liqueur, which we like St. Germain's. I use St. Germain's, yeah. But there are cheaper versions that are just as good. Go to Total Wine, and their friendly experts will tell you. Um, I really love them. I do recommend Elderflower Liqueur over just Elderflower Syrup. syrup for sure. One, for sure. It gets you drunker. Yes, it does. It's always a plus. And it's, it's a little bit lighter. Yeah, and like the value of it. Yeah, it is. Also, if you're a maniac, you can just drink it straight, and it's one of the tastiest things I've ever had. Yeah, but it is kind of like alcoholic syrup. Yeah. It's a little thick. A little bit. Anyway, we have to get into, like, the episodes. (laughs) All right, let's... We're going to dive straight... Well, I wanted to... (laughs) I wanted to start with a really juicy question um, that just came from, you know, around the internet. Um, It just came from my head, and I wanted to really start this out with a bang... (laughs) <laughs> the most annoying thing about the other person. I know that sounds negative, but I think I thought it would be really funny. Okay, you're gonna have to start. I'm gonna have to start. Oh, you have to think that hard about things that are annoying with me. Thank you. Maybe it's because there's so many things that I have to <laughs> pick the most. The most annoying thing about oh 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 your lawyer uh, alter ego. You. It's not. I, I wouldn't. I've would, You know. I feel like annoying things about like your significant other things that you actually enjoy, but it's like you also. You're like, oh my gosh, I love this, but I also want to punch you in the nose. Um, <laughs> but when like we get into a, a heated argument, 
or like a debate. Specific. It's not like arguments. It's no. like we want to debate politics or like yeah. Russian foreign policy. Yeah, <laughs> Russian foreign policy, which I love. Those are my some of my favorite conversations we have are when we go really deep into it. But Joseph has. It's almost like there's a switch in his head that this tiny angry man switches, and it goes from like Joseph to lawyer Joseph, and he is a, an exception. Like if he wasn't an engineer, he would be a lawyer. A lawyer. Oh my goodness, I can't talk. Help. <laughs> A lawyer, and you're an, you're an exceptional debate person. Were you on the debate? You were not the the debate team. I did a debate team in like high school, but mm. I think it was just like student government. You're a very good arguer. No, Although, for the record, I'm not a lawyer. You're not. I don't know if yeah. you've ever like told people what I do, but I'm not a lawyer. No, he is an engineer. A do you, do you want to give specifics about your engineering? Uh, I'm a systems engineer. Yeah, 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 systems engineer. I forgot which one it was. And um, <laughs> sorry. Well, the, well, you're mechanical, but then you also do systems. You do, like, a lot of things. You're very talented. Okay. Okay. Good save. Anyway. Um, but, yeah, you are a good arguer. However, that has made me a much stronger arguer. Yeah, you, you stand oh. up for yourself a lot more than you used to. Yeah. Usually, I, I used to be able to steamroll you in arguments. That sounds so terrible. And it wasn't fun for me. No. Because I get it's... quite a bit of enjoyment from arguing. Yeah, it and, is like, more I'll fun. I'll play devil's advocate, like, yes, just for the fun of it. Yeah. Like, I argued in high school on the debate team that we shouldn't ban nuclear weapons. Instead, we should increase both the manufacturing and the use of, man- of nuclear weapons um, just because it was the harder side, and I won the debate. Really, like this one of the, the district that's debate a like competition. Tough argument. Oh, it was really funny. It was really bad. I felt terrible afterwards. Wait, but we need to address that you did not purposely steamroll me. I didn't purposely. No, you just, like sat down and you're like, okay, I give up. Yeah, no, I w- I was super easy to like flake on an argument, but now I stand up and I yeah. win a lot. Yeah, in yeah. and not that we. Oh, you disagree. A lot implies more. <laughs> we don't argue very often, but in our it's in not our, arguing. It's no. like we're debating random things. Yeah, we do debate random things. It's like my it's my favorite. Like thing. my favorite thing about like I'll ask Sarah. I'm like, how much money would I have to pay you to like eat out of the garbage disposal? Yes, yeah, so you do do that a lot, and, and then we'll go and I'll like, have to debate her about like why you would want to. Like, why I should pay you that much money. To... Yeah, we go into, like, very specific arguments. No. I think my least favorite thing is, like, you'll text me and you're like, hey, it's 8.30 at night and I'm going to go to sleep. And I'm like, all right, that's weird. Sure, <laughs> why not? Uh, and then, like, I'll get up in the morning and I get up at, like, 6.30 to go to work, be there by 7. And it's, like, 7.30 and, like, I'm checking Instagram because, like, half the time I'm at work, I'm bored. So that sounds terrible. <laughs> Um, You're not always bored at work, but so, yeah, yeah, sometimes you know, I'm waiting I, on other people. Everybody has like, lulls. Waiting for tests to get completed or whatever. But I'll see, like, Sarah has posted, like, 13 times on Instagram. <laughs> so, or, like, 13 stories. I know how this is going. And I'm like, that's fine. She hasn't responded from my text from last night or my good morning text. Um, but <gasps> she loaned me a little time to post on Instagram. <laughs> so that's been really fun. I'll text her. I'll be like, <laughs> yeah, you got you time will. for Instagram, but not for me. I see how it is. You will call me out every time. Oh, yeah, every time. Every time. It Which doesn't matter if like, you did it the day before, I'll do it the day next day. No, you should. You should call me out, though. I, I, I do the thing, and I know there's people that can relate to this, to this where they see like a, like a text, and then they mentally reply. I mentally reply very well. I'm a fantastic mental replier. Yeah. But that doesn't really help you. No, not I'm at sorry. all. I'm so sorry. Not at all. Okay. Your turn, boo. Sorry. 
Um, we got a question. Are you fans of bourbon? Yes. I'm not. No. Anything, any hard liquor, she does not like. No. Um, except for tequila. She likes clear tequila. I like clear tequila. But I... as soon as it gets, like, not water clear. Yeah, I'm not into she'll it. She'll throw it right back up. Yeah. <laughs> no, I will not. Oh, she will try her best to throw it back up. No, she, I will she not. She just sits here and gags for 30 minutes. <laughs> that is a total lie. If you're doing it straight, yeah. Yeah, no, I really, I'm not a fan of yellow. Uh, like, Jose Cuervo, not into it. It's not very good. But the agave ones, I'm like, yeah. yeah Anything yeah. that says agave on it, it's usually clear. No, you like Jose Cuervo, like, silver. That's yes, no, agave. Jose Cuervo sir- silver is, sliver, <laughs> silver, is very good. Yeah, I'm not a huge bourbon guy. Um, I stick more with whiskey. Uh Bullet Rye is probably the only bourbon that I would say that I can I genuinely like. Mm-hmm. It's just not something I try a lot because you know bourbon bottles are pretty expensive. Yeah, um, I don't. I don't. I've never. Have I ever? I've I've tried a bourbon and Coke, but I've never tried bourbon or whiskey. Straight. Yeah, and like you say bourbon and Coke, and they're like, what type of bourbon? And then like my dad always used to say Maker's Mark, which I'm like, eh, eh. <laughs> kind of like a bourbon, kind of like a whiskey. I do like Maker's Mark. Mm. Right now, me and my roommate um, are working through a bottle of Jack Daniels uh, Single Barrel Double Proof, uh, which we we tend to have a glass of after a night of drinking, and I fall asleep immediately after. Um, but that's a pretty good. Hold on, you you end with a the the strongest alcohol that I have currently. Yeah, that's a good. Decision. That's nice. <laughs> this sounds like we're the worst, <laughs> but we're not. I promise. <laughs> Um, okay, what are your favorite, this is nice, what are your favorite qualities about each other, and your favorite memory as a couple? Do you want me to go first? You look like you need some time. <laughs> yeah, go for it. Okay, um, so my, let's see, my favorite quality, oh, I know, I know, it's the first quality I ever, like, noticed about you. You are unbelievably kind, unwaveringly kind to every human you interact with, even if you don't like them. And I can now tell, like, who you don't like. But the way that you interact with strangers is incredible. And I'm a very outgoing person. Of the two of us, I'm the extrovert. But still, you are, like, the way you interact with people is incredible to me. You can make anyone feel like they belong anywhere. I don't think it's surprising because I think I used to be the extrovert. But I think as I get older, I'm like... Both of us are very extroverted, but I think the older you get, you get more introverted. And I don't even know if I want to say introverted, but you just enjoy home I just, like, find, like, found my people, and I'm like, I'm cool You did. That. Yeah, you really cultivated a great group, and then... And we've got a very, very strong group of friends. It's, like, everything... When I, like, when I was 16, I imagined having a group of friends that we do now, and I love that. I'm getting some texts, man. Sorry about that. That's okay. Okay, we uh, wait. Uh, okay, and I'll give my favorite memory. Sure. So, can I give two? It's my sure. podcast. What the heck? <laughs> my f- okay. T- I'm gonna give two. It's m- the first time I knew that this is gonna sound so gross. I knew that I loved you. No. <laughs> Delete it. That sounds so gross. Take it back. But there was there was I don't know if, I don't think everybody has like a moment. I feel like people kind of fall for each other and it's a very gradual thing, but. There was a particular moment. Are you gagging? <laughs> we're not. We're not into the touchy. 
touchy feeling. Sarah's into the touchy. I am into the touchy feeling. Joseph is adamantly against yes. touchy feels. Yes, but um, it works anyway. The we were walking through a parking garage. And it sounds like we're gonna get murdered. Um, and we were walking like to our cars, like with a, with a bunch of friends. And we were only friends during that. We had hung out a lot, and like I don't know, we were all laughing. And he put his arm around me, just friendly, just like you know the bro in the TV show puts his arm around the girl who's just a friend, and they're like laughing together. And as soon as he did that, I was like, oh no. <laughs> And at a moment, I was like, oh, dear, I'm in deep trouble. And I knew, I was like, shnikes, I really like this guy. Um, that's my, and then, do I have, an, I have, like, probably traveling. Any of our travel memories, we are a great traveling team. We're good in airports. I feel like that's a solid quality to find <laughs> in a person. I really do. Travel with somebody if you want to know if you can stand them. Because the way they interact with you in an airport if you can get to your destination... Except for when you and my mom gang up on me. Yes. When we travel and it's me, you, and your mom. Anytime me and you you and your mom are together, me and your mom... I mean, we, we're so we're very alike and we do kind of gang up on you a little bit. Yeah. It used to be like me and my dad used to gang up on my mom because we were so much alike. But now it's Sarah and my mom gang mm-hmm. up on me and I hate it. Yeah, you're not into it. No, I get very offended. <laughs> Especially when I spend, like, 17 days out of country with you guys. Yeah, that... (laughs) And it's like, every morning I wake up and it's like, hey, you suck. And I'm like, all right, great. (laughs) No. (laughs) Yeah, by the end of that, um, like, that long, we can kind of probably... I was trying to, like, step outside. I was like, if we're going to fight, we're (laughs) going to fight. fight. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, honey, what is your favorite memory of us? Favorite memory? Um, Honestly, I don't know if it was, like, so much of, like... Favorite memory together or favorite memory of like just the situation in us. But okay. when us and a couple of friends went to um, the Star Wars like galaxies extravaganza at Disney World. I can't remember the actual name of it. Oh, like Knights yeah. of Star Wars yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm a huge Star Wars fan. So I think it was partly elevated by that. But mm-hmm. I think that trip like we just had such a great time. And it was like a wholesome trip where it was, like was. both of us were very excited the entire time. And like we didn't like... Like, nothing went wrong that entire trip. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was a... That was a great trip. And you just had such a great time. It was a happy little bean. You were a happy little bean. We did have a great time in Greece. That was a fun time. How can you not? It's yeah. Greece. My goodness. Um, But we were talking about this earlier because she was sharing a couple of, you know, Instagram things. Or the Instagram question response. Mm-hmm. I don't know how yeah. to Instagram. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> and she was like, what? Like, I was like, hey... I don't really know what our favorite memory together is because, like, I don't really, like, think of, like, I, I feel like every day is a great, like, great memory together. Aw, so That's so nice. I'm sorry. I'm getting emotional. Uh, so, <laughs> it, that was probably my favorite one. Yeah? Out of recent memory. And your favorite quality. Quality. Favorite quality, I mean, like, on a very basic level. Okay. Is, like... How you force me to do things that I don't want to do, such as keep my apartment clean and uh, check my blood sugar, like the good little diabetic I am. Mm-hmm. On a more upper level, I would say you tend to push me into like doing things that I don't necessarily want to do, but I should do. Like I probably would have never made an Instagram for my photography page um, 
and that kind of stuff. Where he's like pushing me outside of my comfort zone because I'm not a big social media guy. Yeah. Um, but I do a lot of photography, and she makes me post it on Instagram. I enjoy making you uncomfortable. <laughs> that sounds terrible. <laughs> No, but um, I do appreciate that. Huh. You have really gotten out of your box, and I'm I'm proud of you for sharing your photography. He's a fantastic photographer. You should check him out. We'll link we'll link him in the the show notes. Um, okay, next one. If you're going to give one piece of advice to a new couple, what would it be? That's hard. Um, I got one. Okay, go for it. So I think a lot uh, of people, and this is gonna like sound bad at mm-hmm. first, but I promise it won't probably end bad. Okay. Is that, like, you start dating someone, and, like, a month in, you're automatically thinking, like, I'm dating to marry. Mm -hmm. And, like, I think you need to date to have fun first. And then, like, as things progress, like, then you can start thinking about the long term. But if you go into a brand new relationship at, you know, we started dating at 18, 19? I was 18. I was 18. You may have been thinking about long term, but I was like, yeah, well, like, we're having fun. It's still college, it's whatever. Um, Yeah. Like, I wasn't probably thinking about where we would be at 25 yeah. kind of thing. Um, which I think is a lot of people do that. And I think they get too invested in the five-year plan mm-hmm. instead of the, what's going on now. I think it can get very dangerous when people do that. Just because then they, you know, they a month in, they've told themselves that they're dating Like, this is the one. Right. So if it doesn't work out, they feel like they did something wrong. Right, right. And I, I know multiple people have been like, you know, like... Three months in, this is the one, and then when they break up, it's like, well, they're, right. not, they're not a very happy camper. And that's okay, you know. Right, like, you can break up and get back together, or yeah. break up and find new people. Yeah. Um, my biggest advice, I feel like whenever, you know, and this is more probably for girls, I don't know if guys really ask this, of course, I'm a girl, so I hear more of the girl side, but... I feel like people ask, like, how do you know when it's the one? How do you know when it's the one? And I used to ask that as well. But then something that I heard was, is more romantic to choose your person than to fall into them by fate or something. And I agree. I think, and I think that is really evident in, like, marriage. You have to choose your person every day, even when they're being annoying. Um, But... It's, it's much, you know, you'll stress yourself out and you'll keep, you know, searching in your mind for, is this the one? Is this the one? And it's almost like you're asking an external force or something. Is this the one? When it very much is a choice. And once you take that power and you're like, wait a second, this is my choice. Then it also, you know, empowers you to leave if, if they aren't treating you well, which I think is extremely hard to do. Um... I think leaving relationships, I think it's very easy to get into a dangerous position in relationships. Um, and um, it's to be empowered to know that you're choosing where you are at all times. At all times, you are choosing where you are. That That is a really, that's a power that you should you should take. And you can use that to leave or stay. But it's always your choice. Um, yeah, I think bringing fate into relationships is a is a strange thing to do yeah i mean like you can say that like you know fate brought us together but it doesn't mean that fate is going to keep us together right you gotta work to keep it together yeah and like i'll say like you're my person which i think some people could connect right but we're our we're we are each other's person because we choose choose to be be here yeah and it is more romantic that you're choosing to be here yeah it's like if everyone had one soulmate like finding the person wouldn't be special yeah because it's like you're destined to do it anyway so what does it matter yeah 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 I feel like we really did a good job on that one. Um, 
This one I think is more meant for me. However, you went through this journey with me. Um, how did you get the courage to say screw it and let go of what seemed practical? And this comes um, from a friend, Emma, and I was actually talking to her today. I believe she's talking about my job. Um, and so just to give a small background, I went to school for chemistry and I went, I graduated, got what I call my big girl job in a pharmaceutical company as a research and development chemist, did the thing, hated it, and like hated everything about it. Um, that sounds harsh. I didn't hate everything about it, but I was not meant for chemistry. Left, moved in with my parents and uh, worked at TJ Maxx until I started my business. And um, for the 2020 graduates, which Emma Emma is graduating in 20, she graduated in 2020 and she's kind of going through the hard thing of job search and, and searching for a job. It's, um, it's difficult and that's what we're talking about today. So how... How did I get the courage to say screw it? I don't know if it was really courage. Um, I think, you know, rock bottom is where you really find exactly where you're meant to be. Um, and like, Lord knows, I know I'm going to go through worse trials than I did. But I hit uh, what up to now in my life was my rock bottom. And to me, I had no other choice. Um, and I think this goes with everything. Um, after college, it took me until uh, March. So I graduated May of 2019. It took me until March of 2020. We're currently um, recording this in September of 2020. It took me until March 2020 to stop caring what people thought. Um, and... Regarding, like, my job. Because um, it... Even though I really liked my job at TJ Maxx, leaving, like, a what I thought was a really cool and cool title job um, to go to work at TJ Maxx, like, that was really embarrassing. But you have to kind of get to a point where you are proud of yourself. And I don't know. When you reach that 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 point it really is kind of like a tipping point and then after that like you're unstoppable um so I don't know if I really answered the question like how did I just say screw it um it might help to literally look in the mirror and say and this sounds very cynical um but sometimes it's what you need say screw it screw everyone else screw what everyone else says go and you just hit go on whatever you're holding back um but you walked through this entire journey with me and it is I mean I can look on on it now and it sounds very empowering but it was it did not feel empowering yeah I mean like it was hard for the both of us I mean it was you know both of us could tell that you weren't happy yeah and it was you know for me I had told you for a while that chemistry wasn't your thing and that... While I was in college, you knew. Yeah, Every, I knew everyone around me knew. Sophomore year, yeah. I was like, you need to not do chemistry because you actually hate chemistry. Um, but yeah, getting to that jumping point is a, is a whole different story. It is. Um, and I, I think eventually you, you hit enough bumps in the road where it's like, hmm, maybe this road isn't worth going down. Yeah. Um, and to... You know, look in the rear view and see what else you you have to go for. Yeah. Um, and I mean, that's what you got to do. It's, it's at the end of the day, working is for you. Um, yeah. 
most ten nine times out of ten, the the company or entity you work for doesn't really like you know actually care about like your life dreams or anything yeah. like that. Uh, and so it, you got to work uh, work for someone else and work for yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I mean, kind of the same thing. Not nearly as uh, aggressive as Sarah, but I had this dream. Not dream, but I had this vision of where I thought I would end up working after school. And working where I work now is nowhere near it. And I've actually, I think I've had more fun and I enjoy my job more than most of my friends who ended up closer to where I thought I would be. Um, And I mean, it's just kind of the thing. It's like, you know, you never know what what opportunity is going to be presented and... Just because it's not where you thought you would end up doesn't mean it's not great. It doesn't mean it's not going to be a whole lot of fun. Yeah. At the, the end of the day, it's like, if you can't make your job fun, then you're not going to have a good time. Yeah. No matter how much money. I feel like I put a lot of money pressure on it. And yeah. Like, Lord knows, I'm, I'm starting my own business. But if you've ever started your own business or you know entrepreneurs, like, I ain't making a lot at all. At all. I'll make a whole episode, and I actually want to give some numbers. Um, but... You you got to find what makes you happy, um, and now I took I took the longer road where I took the money road and found out how that made me feel. Um, but if you're smart, you'll 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 recognize that a little earlier than I did. Um, so next one, ooh, where do you where or where do y'all? Got to put the y'all in there. Want to live after getting married and invite me to your wedding? I don't think that's a question. We, she will. That's Lauren. Um, she, she will be invited to our wedding. Um, I have better question. Uh, when are we getting engaged? <laughs> I plead the fifth. <laughs> I feel like that. That's that is like a. I get that's a question I get. I don't know if you. Get, I get that question. A lot. You get that question. Especially people at work. They're like, "You've been dating for almost five years. Like she's yeah. not sticking around forever." And I'm like, "I know. Leave me alone. <laughs> Leave me alone. We'll get engaged on our own time." Yeah. Well, I was also, like, when we came into this relationship, I was like, eh, we'll get engaged, like, 28. Yeah, and I told him I would be dead. <laughs> and then, like, it was, like, 27. And it was 26. Because I'm so nice. And then it was, like, 25. And then it was, like, 24. And then somehow it went back in time where I was like, well, let's just get engaged at 22. And as you can see by the lack of ring on Sarah's <laughs> finger, that did not happen. But We're 23 now. She whittled me all the way down to that. Um, I feel pretty, pretty proud of that. Yeah, so... <laughs> Engagement is still kind of up in the air. I don't think either of us have a solid, solid plan for no. that. No. Sooner Sensing that I have to do it, yeah. I don't have a solid plan for it. Yeah, I'm just kind of... She's along for the ride. I'm along for the ride. Where do I see myself living, though? We live in Charleston right now. Yeah. Uh, which is great. I love Charleston. Mm-hmm. We do love Charleston. But where do we... We both have a, like, where do we want to end up kind of retire. Like, I don't know. I'm from Florida. I love Florida. I want to go back to Florida. I, I could totally see us going back. I say going back as if I've ever, ever lived there, but going back like from for your, you know, from your past, going back to Florida. Yeah, I live pretty much everywhere in Florida, except for like the Gulf Coast. My mom lives in like San Destin, which is yeah. between Destin and Pensacola. Yeah. But um, I live mostly on the Atlantic side, mm-hmm. which is where I kind of want to end up anyways. But yeah, I lived pretty much from Key Largo to Jacksonville, which is about as north as you can get. So... I've always liked Florida as much as there's shenanigans. There is. Florida, I feel like people are going to be like, Florida. (laughs) Yeah. 
Um, but there's, there's nice bars in Florida. We love Florida. I love, yeah. um, I mean, just from a financial standpoint, it's very affordable. The weather's beautiful. I will, I can tell you right now, neither of us are going to end up in a cold place. No. We are not cold people. The most north I've ever lived is Charlotte, North Same. Carolina. Me too. And I, I want to be a cold person. I do. I, I like cold, like, like a week. Yeah, no, week. I'll go on a trip and I'm like, like oh, wow, cool. I'm a beautiful snow bunny, but I can't like stay. <laughs> yeah, no. And I've never actually touched real snow. I I don't count South Carolina snow as real snow. I've touched real snow. And I'm like, it's cool for like a couple hours. I'm like, mm, cold. <laughs> cold. Although I could see both of us. I once, I once tied a ski rope to Kristoff's Jeep. And then went sledding behind his Jeep yeah. in the middle of the road. You've done some questionable things. Yeah. But still, the water is nice. The water is nice. We, we both want to We both want to live near water. But I could totally see us um, like if like going to Europe or some other. Like I could see us living outside the U.S. At least for a year. I don't I think, think any I... of us would stay. If we were tired, I don't think we would live anywhere. I think we'd be nomads. Oh, you disagree? <laughs> Your face says you disagree. Yeah, I disagree. My, I'd say my... I could totally see my dream being a no-man. I also told you I wanted to live in a tiny house today, and you said absolutely not. <laughs> I said a medium house, because I don't want to live medium in a house. house. Medium houses are harder to transport. I want to live... I do. I could totally be a nomad. I would be so happy as a nomad. Yeah, but I would be so unhappy as I know. Nomad. I know. We'll, we'll figure it. Florida is apparently the, the middle ground. <laughs> but you also have to travel. I would be okay with yeah, having... Yeah, I'm fine with having a home base that's a home like permanent. Base. Yeah. And that's which a, is Alabama, currently. That's true. Yeah, your family has that property in Alabama, which we will always have. Yeah. Um. So, who knows where we'll end up after marriage. Somewhere. Somewhere south warm. Somewhere and warm. south and warm. For sure. All right. Um. What is What is the other's weirdest habit? Ooh, I gotta think about this one. Because you've got a, a lot. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I didn't say they were bad. Sarah has two. She watches the same Netflix show, like, over and over again. I do. Like, Although, she's seen the I've same s- show, like, five times. Yeah, I started a different one, though. I run- Heart of Dixie? Heart of Dixie, yep. I started a different one because I recognized my habit, where I had seen Gossip Girl. You did not recognize. You recognized my habit, and then they- Okay, and then I- accepted said recognition and that i watch gossip girl friends and gilmore girls and new girl you and new girl, girl and new girl on repeat i've seen all of them for multiple times a season or mul- like multiple seasons what am i saying like i've watched she's this- watched the entire series multiple times yeah that's right that's right that's right and so i tried a different one and i i put out a poll and um i got some recommendations one of them was sweet magnolias i lasted through one episode that was the worst acting i've ever seen in my life it's not even that they're bad actresses like and they're, it's mainly women um like they were fine but like the oh i hated it the script was so hallmark but it was painful and then Heart of Dixie for the first like two to three episodes was also the same, but now I can't stop and I keep staying up till midnight watching it. You said I had two habits. What was the other one? Um, it's not necessarily like a bad habit. It's just like you choose to do said bad habit at questionable times. Which would be cleaning. Yes. It'll be like, oh dark thirty. Yeah, and I'm like, you and know she'll what? She'll call me and be like, 
I'm cleaning, and I'm like, I'm trying to go to bed. This is the time to rearrange everything. Yeah, also, you rearrange your room on, like, a weekly basis. I like change. How many times have I moved the furniture in your bedroom? I love change. It's my favorite thing. I get bored of things in my, especially in my space. That was the best thing about a uh, dorm, was dorms are so non-permanent. That I could move crap all the time. That bed was so easy to move. You could make bunk beds. You could freaking move your side table. You could move your desks. You could do everything. I'm probably the only person I enjoyed being in a dorm. I yeah. think communal living is very fun. But I love people as well. I'm trying to think. Okay, so your mo- your weirdest habit. Uh, your phrases. Um, you... It's not my noises that I make? Oh, okay. Let me count phrases and noises. He responds to anything in in common phrases and noises. And I know this sounds very vague, but like... <laughs> one that you've done for... Like, usually phrases will last like a couple months, and then they'll kind of die out. But noises are forever. Like, you go, ee, all the time. All the time. Like, if he's nervous, ee! <laughs> and he will make these noises. And it's like, it's almost like a language. And it is the weirdest. It's weird because I now understand them. And I now respond <laughs> in the same noises. I've picked up a lot of your... I'm trying to think of a phrase, like an example phrase. I have so many of those. You're like... so... Many. I feel like I could go an entire day with just saying my like most common use. One hundred percent. You could fill an entire day with just phrases that you. Um, most of them are like movies and TV shows. Though. Yeah, and like really obscure ones that no one like watches. So yeah, people don't realize you quote it. a lot. Um, but that's your weirdest is that is the noises and the phrases. Um, and it's weird just because it's so easily to easy to pick up on. For the record, me and my roommate Kevin. Uh, Kevin will need to watch this because I've mentioned him like three times, but uh, <laughs> I guess listen since there's not much to watch. Um, we can quote the entire Revenge of the Sith to each other and we pick different parts of the movie to quote to each other. Um, sometimes I'm Anakin, sometimes he's Anakin, you know. It's like a love language. Yeah, something like that. Uh, and so yeah, a lot of phrases come from Star Wars. SpongeBob is a pretty popular it one. It is, it is. It is. And then I love to say things, and then I'll ask Sarah, I'm like, here's my phone. Um, I'll ask Sarah, I'm like, what movie did that come from? Yeah, yeah. Although, I only have, like, two choices is Star Wars or Spongebob. So, really, if you can get one of those, you're in. (laughs) (laughs) Um, all right. And, uh, ooh, 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 ooh. We didn't actually say how we met. That's probably a good one to, um acknowledge i suppose uh we met first in third grade in miss lamba's class why are you looking at me funny that that's a... <laughs> we were um together... honestly i hope miss lamba's listening i i want to send this to miss lamba honestly we need to, to send this we to need to lamba. like invite miss lamba like we should not send drunk podcasting to miss lamba probably not to your she third was my grade third grade teacher. like math tutor she was lo and behold i'm an engineer but i'm Really bad math. <laughs> I think Miss Lamba should be a because she is a very key part of our story. Um, we were together in the line because you know in elementary school they put you in alphabetical order. Are you making a drink right now? Yes. No, keep going. Uh, that's all. I want. Okay. Um, 
And he, his name is Bass, like the fish, and then my name is Boss, B-A-U-S. Um, and I also invited you to my Halloween party in third grade. Yes, you did come. And all I remember from that party is that mom made spaghetti. Like, she made this box where you could reach your hand in and, like, feel stuff. She... It was spaghetti? Well, she had spaghetti with olive oil all on it. And so you would, like, reach your hand in and, like, guess what oh, it was. Worms. Yeah, like worms. And then she had grapes with olive oil all over in his eyeballs. <laughs> and we had a pumpkin seed spinning oh, contest. Man. You don't remember any of that? We don't have any pictures of that, and that's so unfortunate. But we met in third grade, and then we met up again in high school. He moved around, like, several times, and then we both... Yeah, he moved around in third grade. I moved four times. Yeah. Yeah, he moved around a lot, and... Completely different states, like, not even, like, in the same... Yeah, and... So he came back in third grade to Fort Mill... Um, where we lived, and we weren't really friends in eighth grade, and then I moved to Charleston. Um, and then in high school, we met up again at Palmetto Girl State and Palmetto Boy State in the state capitol. We just kind of ran into each other. We took a picture together. Uh, we're, we both look extremely young, and we found out we were going, or we were looking at colleges in the same area. We went to college in um, Columbia. And, uh, yeah, we, um, when I, it was probably our, my first week of college that you invited me to come, like, tour USC. Yeah, and, like, me and my roommate, which was also Kevin back then. Yeah, you, um, you've been with Kevin for a long time. We, uh, we came over, and I was like, all right, Kevin. Oh, are we gonna tell this story? I don't know, we should tell this We should tell this story. We I was like, I, all I remembered about Sarah was, like, she was, like, the, like, I was a peak good, Christian girl. I was a goody two shoes yeah. for sure. And I was like, "All right, Kevin, no music that uh, curses in it. Uh-huh. No cursing of ourselves." Yep. She goes to a small all women's Methodist college, so we had to be distinguished gentlemen. <laughs> yeah. <in the> <laughs> and so we took her back to USC, which is like the big school, like near her. Mm-hmm. Um. And give me a tour. I knew it was hot. It was hot. It was like Lord have mercy. We, we lived in like the all men's dorm, yeah, by accident, and like it super sucked, but it was fun. Oh it my god, fun. it was in Columbia in the summer is just unbearable. Yeah, so we showed her all around. We showed her the cool parts of Columbia or like USC, the bad parts of USC, um, all that kind of stuff. And then like we took her home, and we started hanging out more and more. Like it was like almost like a weekly basis. And she was like, "Hey, you want to know a really funny story?" I was like... Wait, I want to tell my part of the story. No, I want to tell my part first. Okay, you can tell your version, and I'll tell my version. Because you always dramatize it. And so, I was like, yeah, sure, let me hear this funny story. And she was like, so, like, when I came over to view, like, to hang out and, like, tour USC, uh, I told all my friends that I was going over there, and if you didn't hear from me about, like, 6.30, and I picked her up at, like, 4 o'clock, so, like, two whole hours, um, that to call the police because, like... They, like, kidnapped me and, like, are holding me hostage in their dorm room. I did. And, um, lo and behold, it was, like, because, like, Columbia College gave, like, this whole spew about, like... Okay, now I need to... Like, yeah. people were bad and, okay. like, sort of dangerous. Yeah. So, I... So, we I went to an all-women's college. Loved it. I loved it so much. I loved my college experience. And... The on our during our orientation, we have a police department on campus, like most do, but most campuses have you know more than like a thousand people on their campus, and so ours is super small. And the 
the police department act as a, acted as like our dads. Like they were, we are very close with our police department. They are fantastic. They know all of us by name. And it really is like fatherly figures on the campus. And it's a very old school campus. And so during orientation, like they warned us about USC and about five points. And they were like, don't go on the campus alone. Don't go into downtown alone. Which I'm like, USC is the flagship university they, of South Carolina. Yes, like, I know. I know. But like, they, you know. The crime rate is next to zero. I know. I know. But they were, you know, we were just, it's a little women's college. But all of us were like little baby first years. And we say first years because we weren't men. So we don't say freshmen. It's a thing. Anyway. Little baby first year. So we're like shaking in our boots because the police department's like, don't go downtown. Don't go to the mall. Don't go all these places. And so when Joseph invited me to go tour USC, I, being the first time that I was alone as an adult, you know, by myself, living in a different city from my parents, I was like, all right, here's what I'm going to do. I gathered all the friends that I met for a week during orientation and said, all right, ladies, here's the, here's the deal. I know this guy. He's from elementary school. I don't know what kind of person he is now. If you don't hear from me by this time, I've been kidnapped. I don't know what's happened. And you find me. You call CCPD. You tell them where this is where I am. This is his name. This is where he lives. This is all the information. Because this is what they told us to do. They told us to give all of our information. Yeah, like, lo and behold, like, she didn't tell me any of this. No, like, I did. Of course, why would I tell my like, kidnapper? Hey, by the way, if you kidnap me, I'm, the police are going to show up. Right. I, I think it's like a fair point. No, I, of course I wouldn't tell you my plan. No, I think that's like a fair thing to tell people. To tell people that if the if you kidnap, I like, feel like that's I'm a weird to hang out with someone. I'm like, hey, by the way, if you murder me, people are gonna know because I'm over there. I think that's a weird opener. I feel like it was good that well, I closed with that. You closed like three months later. That's true. And like, I didn't I tell. To, yes, I didn't tell you till I had to explain to like later. all your friends, and I'm like, I'm not like sus. <laughs> I'm not sus. Like, I'm not no, it was person. fine. Like, but he found it very funny that the first time that we hung out, I thought that. Or I didn't even think I made, I gave precautionary directions to my friends in case you were a murderer. I Which didn't know. I find somewhat offensive. It, seeing that I'm not a murderer. Right. I understand, but it was just precautionary. We've answered quite a bit of questions. I feel like we've done pretty well. Is there yeah. any close, closing announcements that you would like to make? Uh, no. No? <laughs> we can, let's do one more question. One more question. Okay. Um, oh, here we go. This is a good ending. Just very simple. What's your favorite alcoholic drink? Ooh, ooh. I'm going to give yours. You're going to give mine. Okay. Hold on. Oh, it really changes. Yours is either a bourbon and Coke or um, white Russian. Both of those are wrong. What? Yeah. Those used to be your favorites. White, white Russians are fine. Bourbon's fine. What's it's your Okay, what's your favorite drink? I don't know. I don't think I have a favorite. Well, then <laughs> I consider myself right. <laughs> no. Because, like, it's like, if I'm going to say my favorite drink, it's not going to be bourbon and coke. Mm-hmm. It's basic. I would say, like, something like super extravagant. Okay. Like, Hugo. Hugo is probably one of my favorite Hugo drinks. Hugo is it my favorite. Yeah. I also really like Crystal Light Lemonade and Firefly. Yes, you do. Which is a, it's good it's for very my, simple. Good for my blood sugar. Mm hmm. Because you can get the sugar free. Yeah. What's mine? What's my favorite? Margaritas. Yep, every time. I love margaritas, and they are not all equal. There are bad mixes, and they must be frozen. Yeah. Yep. And she likes hers, like, extra salty. Yeah, I get, like, extra salt. Or I get sugar on mine, because I don't like my margarita to taste like seawater. Yeah. 
<laughs> well, guys, I hope you enjoyed this. This has been very fun. Slightly, uh, I don't know, dysfunctional. But I've had a good time. Did you have a good time? I did have a good time. Thank you for being a guest on my podcast. You're welcome. Now they kind of know who you are. Because I, I think I do talk about you a lot. You're welcome. <laughs> I haven't heard you talk about me on the podcast. Um, really? I feel like I talk about you all the time. I feel like I've listened to like all but the last one that came out. And <laughs> I haven't talked t- about me yet. <laughs> you haven't even mentioned that you're dating someone. Um, okay, everyone. So this is my boyfriend, Joe. <laughs> Oh, goodness. Anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed. Um, Please subscribe. Leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Like, honestly, truly, please. Um, It really helps other people find the podcast, and it helps me out a lot. And if you're listening to this, I am betting that you uh, like me at least a little, if you're all the way down at the bottom of the episode. So, anyway, I hope you guys have a fantastic week, and I will see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the What Else Podcast. And if you liked this episode, then I've got a small to-do list for you. Uh, First of all, go ahead and screenshot this episode right now and post it on your Instagram stories. And tag me at Sarah E. Boss. And I can go ahead and repost your post. And that helps others find the podcast as well. And give me a review on Apple Podcasts. That is a huge help with letting others find the podcast and also become best friends. So don't be selfish. And finally, if you want to subscribe to my blog to get even more content, you can at sarahebossblog.com. All right, guys, I will see you in the next episode.